Hello, this is Ben Curtis here. I'm just reading out the email that I've sent to you uh, and by a podcast, just in case some of you are driving a tractor and find it difficult to read. I've had a couple of people ask me about the long-term viability of agriculture as a result of what's going on at the moment. I think it's pretty important to say that I don't think the fundamentals have changed. And putting it in perspective, uh, the uncertainty of the season is a far greater risk to us than the uncertainty of the current happenings. So I think we can be confident in agriculture, especially with current finance costs being low, prices being high. Uh, There are some opportunities there, despite what just seems to be immediately in front of us. Certainly with banking, it's probably critical to many farms and the current financial indications are still very solid with long-term money sneaking up and it has been doing that anyway, uh, but the short and medium-term money is still at exceptionally good interest rates. In fact, obviously the variable rates are dropping given the cost of borrowing has been dropped by the Federal Reserve. Interest rates have been steadily dropping and the Federal Reserve has been passing on that as a result of the virus. International credit costs have increased and uh, liquidity in global markets has tightened, so there's a little bit going on. But the variable rates and the short-term money rates are still very good and the medium to longer term, three to five years, are potentially moving up and they might have just snuck up uh, a little recently depending on which rates you look at. The thing to do here is to consider your own business, uh, what you're prepared to expose yourself. Uh, Am am I prepared to um, keep my my interest rates variable if I've got a solid balance sheet or do I need some certainty? And if you need the certainty, then locking away at the competitive rates is not a bad thing. And a little like grain marketing, even if they drop Uh, From here on in, you don't look back and regret. You made a good decision at the time and a good decision now doesn't mean it's a bad decision later. Still some thought is needed about crop sowing choices. Some people have a fixed rotation and don't change, but other people perhaps may uh, remain more versatile. With current strong wheat prices and the better ability to hedge uh, wheat, you might consider moving from barley to more wheat, depending on your own circumstance. When you hedge, the fundamentals don't change. Production risk is still a risk, even if the price is exceptionally good, so keep that in mind. And if you're planning to do so, maybe take advantage of the volatility that we're seeing at the moment and pick off some high prices, but keep production risk in mind. Same for canola. Last year we experienced some pretty poor performing canola with later sowing and as the season moves on and if we don't get a rain you should really look at how much canola you grow uh, and if you're prepared to take the risk and again that takes on your that depends on your position. Canola is a wonderful crop if sown in April and germinates and I guess we just all need to keep that in mind. Forward selling canola is still something worth planning. Uh, I think though the production risk is greater for canola than the cereals and most people are onto that.
we've been wondering about grain prices and what the, the virus and the situation will mean to them. Currently prices are very good. Greg Easton's looked at a history of grain prices over a period of time with downturns in the economy and probably showed very little correlation. Again, the fundamentals remain and it's all about uh, stock levels that probably have the biggest impact. As with downturns, uh, the Australian dollar and the exchange rate probably buffers a lot of the variation that occurs. So with volatility comes opportunity and threat. And I think if you're prepared to pick off high prices as they come about, that will serve you well. Um, so make this an opportunity rather than something that you're worrying about. So what about sheep and wool prices moving forward? I think that lamb and mutton prices are likely to hold up because there's low sheep numbers across Australia. The current market's come off uh, slightly and that's just due to the higher sales that are going on uh, and that's been the case for at the same time of year uh, in the previous two years. The biggest risk is the shutdown of processes somewhere along the supply chain. Wool supply has been dropping for some time and it's predicted to continue to do so for the current year. Um, it's unlikely that this will outweigh the uh, drop in predicted demand. The positive thing however at the moment is that the wool market has found a floor and the indications are that the Chinese are getting back into uh, full production after their, their lockdown. The, the issue with it is the lack of demand probably for fabric, especially with what's going on in Italy and so the long-term prospects or the medium-term prospects aren't that great until a recovery uh, comes along. Just in the short term it's good that David Littleproud, the Agriculture and Emergency Management Minister, announced yesterday that the um, livestock sale yards and wool options will be able to continue as they're deemed as an essential part of the broader ag supply chain. Um, there are still potential disruptions, especially with shearing, uh, and we need to keep this in mind if there's some issues that occur there, uh, but at least the current supply chain remains open. One way to manage some of the risk will be uh, the consideration for hedging of spring wool. Uh, at least that would give you some certainty of price and, or take away some uncertainty and you might uh, look at this as uh, a form of disaster insurance. Strategy will depend very much on your balance sheet and your liquidity and your view of the market. If you've got plenty of liquidity and your balance sheet is strong then you can probably weather this out and hold on to wool especially and then take the better prices once they recover. If you are not in that situation then some type of insurance and managing your cash flow uh, should be in your planning. Thank you for listening. I hope you find the uh, podcast version useful. If you've got any queries then please call me. I'm here to help. And I hope it rains soon and the seating gets underway.